Ladies and gentlemen, I am chewing on a chip. Excuse me. Sorry. <clears throat> rude. Very rude. That's me. That's on me. That's definitely on me. Um, I'm a rude boy, too. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Bring back them ska days. It's good stuff. Welcome to another edition of Not Exactly Radio, here with one of your hosts, Benny K, and... Tony. Just Tony. Tony. Just Tony. Here again to bring you another amazing episode. Today we went a little hardcore. We decided to do the album Grey Britain by Gallows. Now the interesting thing about this is that I like Frank Carter. I didn't know he was a part of Gallows for mm-hmm. a long time. First two albums. And then, oh, he was he was only there for two albums. Yep. Okay. Grey thought... Britain's actually only their sophomore. Really? Yeah, I know. I thought they were there for a while. Like, this is just a whirlwind. That's, again, it's a whirlwind of an album. Like, you know, the first one was really cool. It was kind of a breakout. Orchestra mm. of Wolves. They were on the map, you know. And it, that Orchestra of Wolves has some bangers, but it also is pretty long. And Okay. There's, there's you know. I was going to say, like, this album, Great Britain, is 52 minutes long, but it does not feel like a 52-minute no. long listen whatsoever. And again, it just... We had to talk about this one because it feels like a piece of aggressive music art, but art nonetheless. And it, yeah, from a band that's just their sophomore effort. That's insane. Yeah. So can you tell us a little bit more about Great Britain? Uh, so it came out 2009, May. So that probably means most of it was written in 2008. And uh, everybody should remember that in 2008 we had just the worst economic collapse in both america and because america is the world's economy that means the world in general so gallows uh uk band they're dealing you know they saw the same shit that we did saw in 2008 everybody losing their jobs everybody losing their homes and then at the end of that the bankers get bailed out instead of the people so you have a lot of frustration you have a lot of just ruin really a lot of people were ruined by that and we were coming into fucking adulthood mm-hmm. right around that time. Yeah, I'd say we just and graduated high school. Sure. Even stuff like tr- trying to hold down a retail job was getting hard. Yeah. Like, we don't have hours for you because we don't have anybody that has any money to buy shit. So even, you know, us lowly, like, retail kids trying to find our way in the world for the first time didn't have any prospects. And so... Out of that frustration is born this album, and you feel it in every single track. Oh, my <laughs> lord. Seriously, like, when you brought up this album, because I haven't listened to this album, it's the first time I actually got a chance to listen to it, which I'm very surprised. Like I said, big fan of Frank Carter. Um, <clears throat> but, like, just, I was lucky, I was lucky because I was listening to this at the gym, and it got me really fucking amped up. Like, it took me to the next level. I was, like, putting extra plates and shit, <laughs> just li- lifting away, because I'm like, this is fucking sick and then just to hear like all the passion and all the you can hear like the anger and like the sadness as well like in through all these tracks yeah and things haven't gotten much better so that's why it's still completely relevant 10 years later and that's insane like i kind of like when i was listening to it i was like this is kind of relevant now this is very relevant now and i know we talked about it briefly uh uh, before the show but it's just it it could it definitely fits in this time period as well Mm -hmm. and it's not like bad religion where it's like they're trying to throw some like intense political theory at you in a two-minute song yeah like it's it's broader strokes of just the utter frustration of the people at the top failing us Mm -hmm. so a lot of the language is more of this language of like 
apocalypse or revolution or just like you know because like london is the reason is like a track about you know we need a revolution because london's just hanging us all out to dry mm-hmm. so let's you know burn it down start again kind of stuff which is fitting also guy fox day was this last week oh yeah so it's, yeah, it's kind of that plays right into that vibe we did this on purpose <laughs> uh we didn't but now we did but now we did Let, let's tell people we did now yep because that makes us sound really smart yep even though i was just like oh yeah shit wow <laughs> like yeah uh-huh uh, that's totally that's why we did 100% that 100 percent what we were doing well, here christ you guys are just catching up three-dimensional chess <laughs> three-dimensional anyways we just broke like so, three fourth walls i don't know so you got london's Third the reason wall. but then you got a lot of these like tracks like death voices and black eyes is just really just hammering home just how hopeless it feels oh yeah like living in you know these times how it can feel sometimes especially globally just right endless war it's 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 super emotional like just everything from the music to the meaning to the meaning of everything it's just like i can't get past that because of like how pumped i was and i was texting you like every time (laughs) i heard like a different song and how how well it went together and we'll get into that in a little bit um but like it's just this album was insane um (sighs) So, like, what, what what were your, like, favorite sections of this album? Like, what really tied everything together? <laughs> I accidentally turned it on. Oops. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, I mean, that's why it's so good. I, like, this was one of those from the first listen. It hooked me because there's the riverbank, which leads you in. And that's why it feels different, too. It's not, like, you know, some aggressive hardcore metal records where they do just riff you right in instead they you know play this song the riverbank where it sounds of like a crashing river and it really just builds into a fairly easy musically composition you know it's just banging one chord out the whole you know a couple chords out the whole time but it really just kind of like this sound of choppy waters and Frank growling about, you know, how fucked we are. And then it, you know... It's so good. Yeah, and then it just <laughs> rocks straight into London as the reason, which picks up the tempo immediately. So I, I kind of divide it into two sections. Okay. It's the stuff beco- that comes before the vulture, and it's the stuff that comes after the vulture. Okay. Like, well, yeah, that makes such a sick connection because there's two parts of the vulture. Go ahead. Continue, yeah, sorry. and it feels like an interlude. Mm-hmm. So I can't really... I can give you i think Ugh. it's so hard but i would probably go london's reason leeches and black eyes feel like three songs right in a row that feel like almost the same song but they're different enough that it's just this 10 minutes of passion and power that makes you feel like you want to lift a bus <laughs> I, I can I can agree with that. That's definitely for sure. Uh, I think my three songs, it kind of like touches on what you said about um, the Vulture kind of being the bridge from the first half to the second half. And that's why I think uh, going from Death Voices to Vulture to Riverbed is like the prime spot for me. I got so fucking jacked. <laughs> like when I listened to, when I listened to um, Death Voices and then that going into a softer uh vulture act one if you will uh that felt so cool especially listening listening to that and uh going to the, like just the lyrics if the horses are like if the horses don't drink then drown them in the water like that just like fucking pumped me up as soon as they like started throwing some fucking rock and roll at me and shit uh and then 
oh god and then after the vulture when you just hear like the uh it's like a train station or some sort of train going and then it like just pops into into a riverbed that was yeah, my it's, shit it's it i know it's so it's the reason it's so good is because it's cool. Like, it's cool okay. as hell, but also it has this message that, again, resonates with us, and I feel a lot of people of our generation of just how frustratingly fucked we are. Oh, yeah. And so it's just one of those, like, you know, there's really good aggressive music because you feel cool listening to it and tough, <laughs> and then there's other ones that, you know, it gets you pissed off for a reason, and, like, this has this perfect mix of, like, there's so many just badass lines. It's... It is. It's, like, you can go track by track and pick out like, a badass yeah. line. Yeah. And again, that's another thing that's hard to do in aggressive music of sounding good but not too corny. Like, especially with breakdowns. Oh, like, yeah. it's real chanting breakdowns. They can be really hit or miss because some bands can totally just make you feel like a <laughs> dork. And I absolutely think the breakdowns in these songs are perfect. Like, just I remember. Amazing. Like, when I, I first heard the song Misery. And you're like, because I remember you're like, oh, I don't think you got to misery yet, because I was literally keeping you up with what I'm listening to. Uh, and then I was like on misery when you said that, and you're like, just wait for it. And I'm like, what are you talking? I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> this fucking breakdown, holy shit! And then you like typed out some lyrics, and I think you got pumped too. It was really fucking. And it's so good, it's, yeah. Like it just makes you feel like utter badass, but it also pisses you off. This album does need a content warning, though. You know, like if you don't want to be depressed about the shitty times we live in don't listen to yeah, it for sure especially because there's so much lyrics about we should probably just kill ourselves mm. because we're so fucked there's so much of that messaging and like you know if you're down and out and don't feel it don't listen to it it's just gonna make you more upset but if you want to be pissed off like working out yeah <laughs> it's a perfect workout album because you just are like fuck i just want to lift this shit i it was that's exactly like the, my first memories with this this album because like I, the, the three the three run-throughs i went through with this album were when i was at the gym all three times because like i i heeded your warning there <laughs> uh knowing about the kind of depressing lyrics that kind of go along with these this powerful music um and it really it helped me get through the gym that was pretty cool um but at the same time like if i like thought about it further on after the gym i got like sad and i was like this is not a good space to be in like my last run through i kind of listened to it briefly while i was opening up opening up the bar uh that i work at the other day uh and and i just remember like going into it and i was like oh shit i probably shouldn't listen to this right now but i think for the fourth run through it was okay but definitely if this is your first time with it Definitely find something, put yourself in a good spot so you don't feel completely, not hopeless, but like some off-putting feelings. If you're, and also if you have to like work with mega chuds or something, probably don't listen to them around them because you'll just want to hit them in the face really hard. It'll, it'll not be good. (laughs) Who's that one Nazi that got punched in the face a long time ago? Yeah, it's Spencer. You want to Spencer anybody that that doesn't realize how utterly fucked we are and try to argue for, uh how taxes you know taxes are too damn high when they get in the nitty-gritty of like you know we're, we're kind of fucked let's back up i don't know i just i hit a roadblock because i'm just thinking about the fact that we haven't had um had to do an ad read yet oh but now it's time for our first ad read let's do it um this ad read they're finally they 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 emailed us and they're like 
not exactly radio. You guys are a couple superstars, and we really want you <laughs> to push our product. And I'm like, sure, give me the pitch. And so that's why we here at Not Exactly Radio are proudly sponsored by Dick Drawer. Sometimes in these shitty times, you just need to slam your dick in a drawer. <laughs> that's where Dick Drawer comes in. Dick Drawer. For $10 a month, just $10, $10. you will get your own drawer that you can slam your dick through. Just drop the balls in the dick right in the drawer and balls slam too. the drawer. Balls too, huh? Balls too. Not just well, that's for the second tier. Yeah, that's where they like, get you. For, yeah. You have to pay $20 for that one. Yeah. $10 a month. <laughs> for just shaft. Stick your shaft into the drawer and slam the drawer. Dick drawer. Dick drawer. Brought to you by Not Exactly Radio. Or they actually brought us here. Brought to you by Dick drawer. Uh, fuck. You know I'm I, I don't exactly know how it works. I just saw it was a dick drawer. And we support each other, really. Dick drawer. Dick drawer. Brought to you. That is amazing. Wow. I didn't know. I'm glad we finally got sponsors. I mean, I feel like we've been working hard on this and uh, definitely ben, something. Ben and I got our own free dick drawers. Free, yeah, just for talking about it. Just for talking about this. We got our own free dick drawers. Definitely throw it in there. And next week. Every day. We will try them out. <laughs> on on air. the radio. It's going to be great. <laughs> Oh God! Listen to next week, folks. You're gonna hear, our, folks, our our dicks are gonna be slammed into some drawers. It's gonna be fantastic. Mm. So moving on, moving on. Uh, cutting room floor. Is there a track that you feel might not fit in this album? No, it's perfect. This is my desert island. This is one of my three desert island albums. <laughs> okay, <laughs> since I don't want to say the same thing as you, I want to just pick something. Uh, just because I I thought this album was pretty perfect as well. Okay, but I know you kind of talked up uh, London is the reason or uh, London is the reason. Uh, I feel this is very nitpicky. I still want it. I still want it in the album. But I feel like it doesn't have like a despairing undertone like the rest of the songs do. Yeah. So I think that would be my only thing. London is the reason. I just wanted to say that so we could do something different. I don't want to just be like, nope, perfect album. It's great. I mean, I mean, it is a perfect album. Eventually, we gotta veer into albums that we don't rave about. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. Well, we'll give us give us a couple. But weeks. we are a few episodes in. We're just trying to show you that we give a shit about music. I guess exactly. So that that's fine yeah. if we rave now. Eventually, we'll trash. Something. Eventually, yeah, we'll get something. We'll get something. We're just like fuck we'll, this we'll, album. Well, we'll make people yeah recommend us something that makes us mad. Yeah. In not a good way. It's gonna be not great. a productive yeah. way. It's gonna be like us yelling at each other the whole time for like sixty minutes. <laughs> Somebody recommend a Godsmack album. Oh, <laughs> I mean, we'll do it, but I mean, our uh, the, the the legend Cheddar. Oh, we should, let's, we, let's we should Cheddar. pick a Cheddar album. <laughs> our good friend Keith, we call him Cheddar. Uh, no, his legal name is Cheddar. Oh yeah, sorry, um, Cheddar. Yeah, Keith He's Cheddar. Anyway, <laughs> he would rem- he would recommend some solid albums. I saw a dude doing jet ski tricks online. Yeah, to Godsmack songs. <laughs> Like my god, that's it. This guy fell in a fucking uh, black hole from 1991 and out of 2018. Just thinks he's badass. Just like I'm trying to think of a Godsmack. Song Godsmack wasn't even around in '91, but I know, but you're like throwing him under the bus. <laughs> but yeah, 
doing jet ski tricks to Godsmack. Sick, sick jet ski tricks, bro. You're already a douche because you own a jet ski, which makes you probably some, like, I mean, who did you rob to own a jet ski? Um, <laughs> Getting that jet but, ski life. But then on top of that, you're doing tricks on the jet ski, and then on top of that, you think... I need to put some Godsmack in this video. <laughs> like, you know, be sick with these sick jet ski tricks. Fucking motherfucking Godsmack. Even hashtagged it Godsmack, oh, just Lord. in case you didn't know. There is nothing wrong with the band Godsmack. It's not. It's not for us, but some people enjoy them, and I'm not going to down anybody's uh, anybody it's else. It's for 44, 44 year old white men with goatees that own a boat dealership. Oh Lord, that's the music. That's the godsmack makes music we for are, those people we are definitely yep yeah you know uh so anyone that's listening and you like godsmack that's totally fine you're definitely 44 years old you definitely have a goatee and, and you, you probably own some boats you own a boat dealership <laughs> or a car dealership maybe could be big bills car dealership, car dealership. number one godsmack fan oh, oh god <laughs> godsmack think, album with every car purchase do you, do you think Russ Darrow does? Like, if anyone knows Wisconsin. Oh, Russ, Russ Darrow. Darrow himself, <laughs> Russ whoever Darrow. he is. He's actually in Godsmack. <laughs> yeah, he's like the best. Russ Darrow, he's actually the guy just in the back dancing. They still, <laughs> they put him on the albums and say thanks and whatnot. Russ Darrow. <laughs> he's in Godsmack. Okay, let's go back to the good times. Uh, well, good times, not so good times with, with the messages that Great Great Britain uh, suggests. Um, so, is there, okay, what's here, your, your distinct... Your fucking memories of this album because I don't know words. Memories. Distinct. Can't say the word distinct. Um. Again, this one just hooked me right away. Like or uh, Gallo's Orchestra of Wolves was pretty cool. It was this that one was more punk, leaning hardcore, and that one was cool. And then I saw they were coming out with another, and so I listened to it, just expecting another album that had some, you know some real good tracks and then other ones that might have been forgettable and instead i went whoa you know about three four tracks in i realized i was listening to something else um i mean this one's a little bit more aggressive like i can't even in good conscience say it's a hardcore album because there's just too much change of paces right um i mean you see the breakdowns you get you do see the punk influences but it it's just Again, that's why I keep bringing up aggressive music. It's just a good aggressive music album. Mm. Like if you, you know. So, so where would you place this kind of thing? What, what kind of, what end of the spectrum as far as music would you put um, this album? Anybody that likes anything politically charged or just socially charged. Um, anybody that just likes to be get good and pissed off. <laughs> that needs something mm. to, sh- you know, shoot a rocket up their ass. Um. But yeah, you're not gonna like see any big riffs. You're not. I mean, it's really just muddy like bar chords through the whole thing. You know, mm. drop D bar chords. Like you get the breakdowns that are very like musically they're standard. Yeah, it's all about how they fit through the whole thing. When that when the album goes on, uh, it's all charged. And I remember I told you at the end. I think it was at the end of Misery, going into Crucifix. Mm-hmm. Um, you hear like pig squeals mm-hmm. and like I told you how it made me like uncomfortable but at the same time it wasn't like a bad uncomfortable it was yeah. like I feel uneasy but it was good I don't know if that was like some sort of symbolism saying like this is like the the 
the, the people of Britain are going to the slaughter. Yeah, kind of thing. Exactly. That's what I thought. That's yeah. Anyways, and then uh, moving on to Crucifix, the end of that when he's all done singing and it kind of goes into like this gentler music. I just love the out of tune piano that plays. Mm-hmm. It fucking ties. Like I don't know what it was for me, but it made everything just come to fruition for me. Uh, just to hear the ending and it kind of like sounded like some sort of wild, like I just watched my favorite character die on a TV show. Yeah. Uh, no, the end of that. incredibly dramatic. It is so dramatic. It is so just, much more, yeah. You just don't see that in a hardcore record. You so don't. that's why you have to that's, sing it's outside of hardcore. Yeah. I was going to say, because like you can't really put that in a genre or anything like that. You just have to like go with the messages and see what's, see how you feel about it, I believe. Like at the end of that, that whole like, you know, the, the, the snare drum roll and the piano and all that and then his last words that are not even really sung they're more spoken it feels like somebody on the gallows, ready to be hung. Ooh. Shit. Ooh, tie it And back so together. now you can kind of see where Frank might have just broken from this band because I don't think they were going to ever reach this height again. Yeah. And they didn't. I mean, Gallows just they're put out going. some records yeah. after that and they were pretty solid. Uh, they, they're they on hiatus now. Okay. Well, probably per- I thought, permanent. I, I seriously thought that he was in there for longer than two albums. Yeah. They dropped two, three albums after this. I know they yeah. did. Oh, the Alexis on Fire guy picked up where you know frank split because only he split even his brother stayed in the band so okay. he just split and they just said musical differences they had no hard feelings and i just feel it's because they didn't know how to follow this up okay yeah i was gonna say that's that's a good way of because from then on they kind of trudged on as just a straight up hardcore act right. uh alexis on fire for yeah, an album or two and then i think cancer bat singer took over after him oh and then now they're on hiatus. Okay. Which, but they just, put out two or three, and they're still solid efforts. It's right. just they weren't going to reach this height again. It was going to be hard to. Then they were going to be a band that you know basically everybody knew if they could follow this up again. Right. Because again, it's just this piece of music I'm going to always go back to. Mm. It was even such... if we're in a utopia in a couple years, <laughs> which we might be. <laughs> I'm uh, not sure. Uh, do we want to? Do we want to? Let's do some battle royale. Um, do it, or do you have a? Do you have something else? Oh shit! By God! By God, Michael! Yeah, Michael! That, that Benny K music. He's coming down to the ring. Yeah. What song from this album <laughs> would be your wrestler theme song? Oh God! Well, it'd be Riverbed. Instantly. The oh, all right. So the opening one? No, no, Riverbed. That's Riverbank. Oh, okay. I think right. Am I saying that? Because I know. No, no, no. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Riverbed. What, what what part? Oh, after like after the trains, like you okay even okay. Now I'm thinking about this. Like you hear the trains, like it's gonna be like some sort of Finn Balor shit. Yeah. So you're gonna hear the trains. You're gonna be like, oh, it's gonna like lights are gonna be out because I'm all spooky and shit. So it's gonna be. <laughs> you're gonna hear the train spooky sounds, dude. and then and He's then a spooky dude, spooky dude, spooky dude. But then yeah, so then the, you hear the trains. And then it gets really quiet, and then all of a sudden the lights pop up, and then you hear that fucking riff coming in. And there I am, just like this or some shit. Just, just, uh, by the way, I should clarify that I have my arms spread out right now. Yeah, oh yeah, he's <laughs> full on part on too, dude. Oh yeah. Just the sweatpants are. Sweat- <laughs> 
struggling to hold it all in. He is excited. This is good. I didn't know Tony was going to bring up this <laughs> no, question. just didn't do it. Oh, Lord. <laughs> That's it. Riverbed. You're going to hear that train. You're going to be really dark. It's going to be like really ominous. It's fucking badass. I would mark out. I'm buying your merch. I'm buying your merch. My merch. I'm so excited I can't even say the word merch. <laughs> That's how awesome I describe I would just that. Be, I'm popping. Uh, I'd pick Misery and the breakdown where they just scream Misery because, you know, they, I'm going to be a Randy Orton style guy. Oh, that'd be good. Oh, so you're going to be boring? Yeah, everybody's like, no! <laughs> like, I just want people to feel miserable. Like, so. I like Misery. Like, this isn't actually about me. It's about you guys. I'm going to make you miserable watching me do this shit. Uh, wait for my one cool move that yeah. will take 12 minutes to get to. <laughs> Fucking Misery out of nowhere. That's what you're doing. <laughs> Alright. That was a cool game. The Battle Royale. The Battle Royale. So, we're going from top to bottom. Speaking of Battle Royale, did you see how, like, Fortnite did NFL skins? Really? They they teamed up with the NFL okay. to do NFL skins. Yeah. They didn't think that out. Was it bad? Because now I've seen a lot of screenshots of players, specifically Aaron Hernandez's number oh, with the Patriots no. skin, holding a big-ass gun. Oh. Probably didn't think that sponsorship through. <laughs> Battle Royale accidentally sponsored by Fortnite. So now you can live out your Aaron Hernandez oh. roleplay. That's so your dark. Aaron Hernandez fantasies blasting people in Fortnite. Hey, just in case. Driving your former friend out to the woods and shooting him in the head. Yep. And having your own security cam tell on you. Oh God. R.I.P. Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> Wow, what a segue into the actual Battle Royale for this album. <laughs> Talking about dark shit and there we are. Battle Royale, sponsored by Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> oh my god. Well. <clears throat> different one, different one. Different, different Aaron Hernandez. There's <laughs> other ones. Not the former Patriots tight end who oh. turned out, made have murdered some guys and we have a friend died in prison. Aaron Hernandez. We don't. We, we might. Don't, we don't. We oh, have a sponsor, Aaron Hernandez. Okay. He sponsors us. He'll hit us up. He gives us $500,000 an episode. <laughs> or she'll hit us up. Aaron can be a guy or a girl. She does, but she spells it the boy's way. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Please give us $500,000, Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> For this prime For this episode. Prime. This one earned that 500 k <laughs> this, is, this is how we make our money. All right, anyways. <laughs> All right, Battle Royale. So we're going to start from the top, work our way from the bottom. Uh, first off, Riverbank versus Crucifix. Crucifix. Yeah, I'm going to vote for Crucifix. Because there. they named a song Crucifix. Crucifix. I thought that was really clever. Like, the first time I saw it, I'm like, what's this song called? I'm like, oh. Again, it's so easy fuck. for aggressive music to fall into corny territory. Yeah. But the rest of the album buys you so much goodwill that at, when you get to that track and it's called that, you're like, cool. Cool. You're like, fuck yeah. <laughs> like, if it was all corny before that, then you'd be like, God, I'm feeling so corny right now. <laughs> so, like, okay, so... Let's go from Crucifix. Let's go back up. Let's go to London is the reason. Between Crucifix and London is the reason. That whole dramatic bit you talked about does give Crucifix the advantage because it again, it's something you don't. Hear. But, but I mean, like the the entrance of London is the reason after Riverbanks <laughs> is so solid. cool. And then the final chanting lyrics of London is the reason when it burns down and you tried for treason. Again, that is a cool ass line. Yes. That could be you can make a fucking movie out of it. 
but I'll still give it to Crucifix. moving on. <laughs> Let's go to leeches. Between Crucifix and leeches. Oh man, the breakdown in leeches. So good. It is pretty good. That's one without the chanting. It is. That one is just a cool breakdown yeah. thing. I learned how to do that on guitar and just <laughs> did it all the time. So, uh, I still think you give it to Crucifix, though. Yeah, we'll give it to that. Just because once it finally gets toppled, Misery's gonna beat some stuff too, I say. Alright, let's do All it. Alright, let's go to let's go to Black Eyes. Black Eyes, I feel like it's still like a good like it's one of their top hits. Mm -hmm. So I think Black Eyes versus Crucifix is gonna be kind of a tough one. I'll go with Crucifix. Crucifix, I'd rather night. Crucifix. Still going Crucifix. Alright, that's that's kinda of like What what do you what do you say? <sighs> See that's the thing, like I really like this next part coming up here. So that's like that's why I'm like I'm kind of letting Crucifix get it because I like I like the ending. Yeah. But then now we're going into Death Voices, which is fucking something I started to get a hard on for. Uh, that's, and that's what I'm picking over Crucifix. Do Death Voices? Well, that's it. I mean, that's yeah. where you're. That's at where I'm too, going right? to. Yeah. Because like, <laughs> this is the section of the album where I fucking loved it. All right. Now this is gonna be kind of now a hard. This one. one's a good one. Yes. Now are we doing? Are we gonna do? Are we gonna do Misery? Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. So Death Voices and Misery. <clears throat> I feel like this is the, the favorite section of mine, but oh, misery is way too good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it needs, it needs to at least get a big win here. Yeah. So de uh, death, death voice is unfortunately not staying in the tournament that long. Uh, uh, Crucifix with a good run, but misery is probably going to take it from here. Let's just keep going on and see what happens. Um, <laughs> because okay, I remember when we were writing this out, I voted for the vulture. Uh, going against Misery at the end. Here we are, Vulture Misery. Now, my argument for Vulture, my argument for Vulture, is that it's coming coming in two parts, and I feel like I connect with that. Mm -hmm. So, uh, like, like I like we mentioned before, how like Vulture was just a bridge from one end of the album to the other. It does very well at this, and it does. It's so good, so good, especially when you have that soft beginning. He's really lighthearted and like he's still like saying kind of a, a sad message, but then when all of a sudden the instruments come in and just break everything down, it's so powerful and mm. I love the, the vulture so much because of the second act, it, going from the first act to the second act. Yeah, exactly. Like this song, if you want to look at this as like a story or a big message, like there's Act One, then Vulture hits, which is an interlude between Act One and Act Two. Mm. Where if that wasn't there, I would still enjoy this, but I wouldn't accept it as this all-encompassing piece where we have to discuss it as an album entirely. Okay. Like, it's pretty vital to the art portion of how we're describing this album as, like, a good piece of aggressive yeah. music mm -hmm. as a whole. Because it does create this bridge that introduces you to Act 2, which just keeps the message going, and then Act 3, that gives us our conclusion. So, what I'm trying to say is, vital to the piece at whole, the story we're telling, I'm willing to give it to Vulture, but you gotta make the call here. Oh, come on! You gotta pull the trigger. I gave you the okay. Oh, man. Oh, 
God, that's such a good story. But there is that Act Three, and Misery is a part of that Act Three, and I love that part. Yeah, it really is. Like, especially being a, like a powerful ending with Misery and uh, Crucifix. Jesus Christ, Tony. Misery is like the final battle. It is. Uh, I think the, you just mentioned it for again, now. Misery wins. Yeah. Like, it, it is that final battle where it really... Like, it's not the last track, but the last track <clears throat> serves a different one where it's the conclusion. Yeah. And even, in a way, an, an epilogue. Um, so, yeah. Let's get to Misery. Misery. God, I, the Vulture was right there. I almost had it because I was like, you wrote down Misery and I wrote down Vulture. Oh, man, that was right there. <laughs> but, yep, I have to, like, now you talk me back into Misery and now like, going in that third act and it's how powerful. The play of the tournament. Damn, that was a good one. Now, the rest of these songs, they're awesome. And but they're not. They're not going to beat Misery. Yeah. They're not going to beat Misery. Like, I love The Great Forgiver, Graves, and Queensberry Rules. All great songs. And honestly, like, the next one that might be able to knock off Misery would be The Riverbed for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I don't see that happening. I mean, Misery is your, like, again, it brings this home. Right. If there wasn't a track that brought it home, again, it would still just be good. Yeah. That's, again, why we know we're dealing with something that was really special it's, here in 2009. Is yeah. All of it is pretty vital. It is. Like, especially, like, the, like you breaking it down into three acts. And I'm just like, holy shit, it is three acts. And, yeah. like, how Vulture connects the first two acts is super good. It's like watching a really awesome story. Mm-hmm. And then seeing the ending with Misery and Crucifix. Just amazing storytelling. So I'm going to have to take back my answer of London there's a reason to be a B-side because like <laughs> I think the whole thing is just yeah again it's just it, it's awesome. It is. Like I don't know how conscious they were like how like if it was one of those things where you're working so hard you just accidentally piece it all together or <laughs> that was this conscious because again it feels this conscious like it's oh, that's so good. Like take take a track out you are missing something right when you other, are you know pieces you can take a couple of tracks out and it's like hey well, you can still figure it out like, like uh, even ones we love like toxi- toxicity. toxicity we've discussed that yeah, like, and, 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 searching, we and searching t- for the former clarity searching for former clarity is the closest we get to this where you, you yeah. know but even then you because could, you could still they had that radio hit so you could take that one out yeah, and you still have a great that, album you could take out justin yeah um but yeah but yeah this one you can't you can't really so, okay, so now that we have a clear winner, I want you to announce it. Say it. Uh, the winner of the Gallows. Uh, what does the... Oh, damn, I don't even remember how... It, oh, the Fortnite thing just pops up a banner. Your winner... And new... New... Champion. Misery. 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 Misery did a... <laughs> we sound so happy. Misery. Misery, you know? Misery is your winner. Misery? They should have called that track my ex-wife. Hey! (laughs) Disclaimer, Tony does not have an ex-wife. Just wanted to say that real quick. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So moving on, this album is pretty powerful. Is there another album that you can suggest to everybody that might like this? I'll give you one that is just strictly hardcore, but this is hell as a hardcore band and they have a album called sundowning um which kicks a lot of ass it's similar to this one where there are you know they're another band that i'm pretty sure sundowning came out in the same year um it's another one that you know saw the collapse and dealt with the collapse and how you know screwed up our 
you know, all fucked our generation is, but we still have to deal with all those, like, millennials. Want participation trophies. Millennials were dealt a broken empire, and now they're whining about it. Um, all that kind of bullshit. I mean, seriously. Remember when we were children? In the mall, the economy was so good, the mall had a pen shop. Yeah. Pen shop. Imagine a pen shop existing in 2018. Uh, where you sell fancy pens. Imagine a mall actually thriving in 2018. Yeah, that too. <laughs> you went to the mall as a kid, it was a fucking joy. Right. And People now, everywhere, stores packed. Yeah. And now, no. Pen store. A pen store. I gotta go to the pen store. <laughs> That's, Wow. Anyway, <laughs> holy shit! But uh, this is hell. Uh, that one kicks a lot. It's another one that kicks a lot of ass. But again, it kind of stays in the genre, so it's not like this one where you're gonna. You might, you know, if you're into hardcore, progressive music um, in general, that's one that delivers a lot of bang for your buck. It comes in at like I want to say it's like ten songs. Okay, it isn't as musically, you know, adventurous as this one. It really is. It beats you over the head with. Uh, riffs and screams. I'm going with uh, uh, "Hot Damn" by Every Time I Die. It's it only comes in at like 27 minutes. It's re- it's clearly like a punk album, uh, but definitely hardcore feelings uh, with it as well. It doesn't have like the same messages as uh, Gallows did with Great Britain, um, but I still like he actually like the guy that wrote it. I forgot the guy's name. Shit. Um, when he was every writing, time I die. What's that? Every time I die. Yeah, that's Keith Buckley. Keith Buckley. He's the guy that wrote the lyrics and shit. Probably. Okay. I know he's the singer. All right. Yeah. Cool. Um, and I, he did it. He like was working. I don't know if he was working on an English major at the time, but I know he took like a shitload of classes, uh, and he was working with a lot of. He, he used some of his lyrics as like a Shakespearean thing, and it was kind of cool how to listen to the whole album. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, only coming in at 27 minutes. Still got like the same energy, same pop. Uh, I think Hot Damn by Every Time I Die would definitely fit in a category like this. He's a good shit poster too, so Is that's he? why I know his name. I follow him. Um, but yeah, no, I always like Every Time I Die because uh, they do write songs about a lot of bullshit and a lot of things to be aggressive about. But then sometimes you'll just have them. it's either a funny song, an ironic song, or just a funny lyric. And I heard like their newest album has been fucking killer. Yeah, and I think it came out like two years ago though too. But either way, Uh, it's a band that's just stuck around and just keeps putting out yeah uh, fun aggressive music. Yeah, yeah, it's it's hard to be fun and write like hardcore, right? Hardcore punk, and they do it, so it's pretty good. They've been doing it. They've been doing a good job. Well, uh, shit, that was this episode. Um, Gallows, Great Britain. That's freaking great. Um, we're still probably a couple episodes away from applying to iTunes trying to uh, sacrifice mm-hmm. our loved ones for the, <laughs> the Apple gods. But when we do, whoever hasn't been raptured by us, please be prepared to subscribe and review and all that because please. that's going to be our best chance at being put on the map probably. Right. So uh, prepare for that. Keep listening. That's going to be good. I can't wait to start doing that. Um, What are we doing next time? Next time, we're going to do something a little bit different than this one. Uh, It's going to be one of my favorite artists, Tom Waits. Tom Waits, we're going to do the album Mule Variations. And I don't know, how familiar are you with Tom Waits? Uh, I know he's a hobo. 
So I'm going to be bringing my little hobo knapsack, whatever that thing, the rucksack or whatever they I call it. I forgot what they called it, yeah. I'm going to have that little hat that uh, opens up at the top like a tin can because you accidentally <laughs> opened your hat instead of your can of beans. I'm going to be making coffee over an open fire. Yeah. I'm really excited for this. It's going to be good. New variations. You're going to like this album. I think you're going to like this album. And then after that, we're going to pick shit that sucks. We're going to pick shit that sucks. <laughs> so we can be mad instead of... Like, instead of raving about all of our yeah, favorite shit. You can, you can hear us be mad. <laughs> so mad. All right. Well, this has been another edition of Not Exactly Radio with your hosts, hostesses, Benny K. There's a hostess? There's a host. Well, hostess. Are we sitting? There's two hostesses. I want food. There's no food here. You just said a hostess. That's not what I meant. Oh. Benny K. and... Tony. Just hungry Tony. Just hungry Tony. Y'all be good to each other. Good night.